It's safe to say one of the most controversial topics in America has to do with guns. There are arguments about firearm ownership, including what kinds can and cannot be owned by citizens. There are arguments about where you can and cannot carry a gun, and whether or not it can be concealed. And these are just a small sampling of the many debates about guns. Whether you love firearms, hate them, or fall somewhere in between, the fact is some truckers carry guns. But what do you need to know about the legalities of possessing them, and if employers can restrict them? This is the Eyes on the Road podcast presented by PrePass Safety Alliance, the provider of PrePass way station bypass and toll payment services. PrePass also includes informed software dashboards for improving safety scores and lowering toll-related costs online at prepass.com. I'm Evan Lockridge, and thanks for joining us. If you watch the slightest amount of television, chances are you'll see ads for home security systems. Now, I'm not talking about just burglar alarms, but systems with cameras, even doorbell cameras, with real-time video going straight to your mobile device. There are also systems that allow you to lock your doors remotely, turn lights off and on, and many other things. The purpose is to make people feel their home is secure, especially when they go to bed at night. But for truckers, it's an entirely different world when they hit the sack. Most of the time, places they park to rest and sleep are publicly accessible. There's not a whole lot you can do to secure a truck cabin sleeper, and that's why some truckers argue they need to carry guns. Now, before we go any further, let me say one thing. The point of this podcast is not to advocate one position or another about guns. I get it. It's a sensitive issue to many people for many different reasons. Instead, we're going to discuss the legalities surrounding truckers possessing firearms in their rigs. Joining me is truck driver defense attorney Brad Klepper, president of Driver's Legal Plan. The firm has been around nearly 30 years. Brad, thanks for joining me. My pleasure, Evan. Now, before I get to the first question, let me say this, that this podcast discusses legal issues and contains legal information. It's not intended to provide personal legal advice or counsel. Contact your attorney for any legal questions or information for your particular situation. Okay, now that I've said that, Brad, what's the bottom line on the laws and regulations when it comes to truckers carrying firearms? That's a really interesting area of the law. You're really going to have two types of things in this in this type of scenario. Two big questions people want to know the answer to. The first is firearms as it relates to my ability to carry one in my truck. And then the second is firearms and where can I bring them? Gun rights versus property rights, if you will. In the first one, you know, Evan, to be honest, I don't think there's enough time for us to discuss this if we started today and went on for a week. Uh, If you want to know the answer to that question, you're going to have to look at your employer's policy regarding use of handguns. You're going to have to research each and every state's laws regarding handguns because even though the right to bear arms is granted in the U.S. Constitution and the Second Amendment, the extent to which that is enforced or is allowed is determined by the states. The states get the control the extent to which that right exists within their borders. we got 50 states, and they all want to do things just a little bit differently. So if you're going to have a firearm in your vehicle, you're going to need to make sure that you're in compliance with each and every state's law as you go across the country. In addition, the areas where you're taking the firearm could have an impact on it. If you're taking it onto federal property, the feds may prohibit it. Same goes with some states, and, of course, you have things like a 
sovereign nations, Indian reservations, they have the right to prohibit firearms as well. So that's a real quick way to say that's a that question is going to take a long time to answer and a whole lot of research. Uh, the other one is gun rights versus property rights. And, and while this is also, a, as they say, a sticky wicket, it at least is something that I think we can discuss a little more succinctly. Gun rights versus property rights. I mean, just from a 30,000 feet overview, you're looking at two constitutional rights. One, the right to bear arms, and two, the right to own property and control what goes on with my property. How those two areas or two rights interact is a bit of a challenge. The states and the courts are kind of all over the place, but uh, it's at least something that I think is manageable and we may be able to discuss today. Well, let's look at property rights for a moment. In a recent article, you wrote that in the past, many trucking employers prohibited guns on their property, but it's not that way anymore. Brad, what changed and why? That's a great question, Evan. You know, as I just mentioned, you're looking at gun rights versus property rights. A lot of trucking companies, property owners, took the view that, hey, this is my property. I get to control what you do and what you bring onto my property. Perfectly reasonable assumption to make. It's a constitutional right. You own the property, you get to control what happens on it. In contrast, Second Amendment folks said, well, now, wait a minute. I've got a constitutional right to bear arms and defend myself. I ought to be able to bring my gun onto the property wherever I want. You know, as any good question goes, uh, the answer is usually determined by the courts, or at least the courts pick us off going down the right road. And this is really what happened here. Oh, it was over 20 years ago, and believe it or not, in my state of Oklahoma, there was a Weyerhaeuser case. Um, in short, here's what happened. A guy shows up to work with a firearm in his truck, you know, hunting rifle, going to go hunting after work. Geez, I'm from rural Oklahoma. We used to have gun racks and shotguns in the truck parking lots at high school. That's neither here nor there. But the owner, Weyerhaeuser, said, no, you can't have guns on property. We prohibit it. That didn't really set that well with the Oklahoma legislature, so the Oklahoma legislature enacted a law that said, no, property owners can't prohibit gun owners from bringing their guns onto their property within certain parameters. During the past 20 years, numerous states have adopted workplace protection or parking lot laws, which serve to limit an employer's ability to prohibit firearms on their property. I haven't checked in the past few weeks, but I think last time I looked, there were about 23 states that have some type of workplace or parking lot law in effect. Now, the exact wording of these is going to vary from state to state, but kind of the gist of it is the statute states that an employer may not restrict a person from transporting a, or storing a firearm in a lot to vehicle in any parking lot, parking garage, or other designated area unless they're otherwise prohibited by federal law, felon, something like that. So really that's what the parking lot workplace laws say. You can bring it onto the property. They're going to vary state to state the exact way it's worded and that it's interpreted, but it's generally going to need to be stored in a self-contained package, unarmed, uh, in a locked vehicle. You're generally, the property owners are still going to be able to prohibit you from bringing it into the building in these states as a general rule, but that's kind of the concern of where you're at. As I mentioned, you got 23, 24, maybe 25 states that have something similar to this in effect, which means you got roughly the same number of states that don't have that. So where are these laws coming from that are favoring property owners over people who are carrying firearms? Really, where you're looking at those laws, where those laws are coming into play, is in a 
a lot of states concealed carry language. You know as well as I, concealed carry is a big thing. Most states have some type of concealed carry statute that allows you to conceal carry, and some states now have open carry as well, of course. But if you look in the concealed carry law, they'll oftentimes include language that extends the ability of the property owner to prohibit you bringing a firearm anywhere onto their property. So you've got some states say yes, some states say no. Lawyers make money. So it seems to me the bottom line is that if you're going to travel with a firearm in your truck, you better know the laws of any state you're traveling in. That, that is exactly right. If, if you take nothing else away from this today, take that away. Understand that just because you have a concealed carry permit in Oklahoma does not mean that the other states are going to accept reciprocity or allow you to do it, uh, to carry a firearm. You know, California, New York, Illinois, many of those states don't want you to have a firearm. They don't care if you have a, a concealed carry in your home state. If you're going to do it, make sure you're aware of each and every state with which in which you're traveling and their laws. Okay, a couple of follow-up questions here, Brad. One, can firearm prohibitions by employers extend all the way to company-owned trucks when they're out on the road? And two, does any of that differ for leased owner-operator truck drivers? Sure. The first thing to keep in mind is that really the, the state laws are going to be the controlling thing here. The second thing, to answer your question, yes, uh, companies can have policies in place that prohibit you having a firearm in the, in the cab. Many carriers do that. I, I would go so far as to say most carriers have such a prohibition. In regards to the question of owner-ops or leased folks, yes, they can do that. I, I would suggest that you look at the language of the lease of your contract with the carrier. Oftentimes, there will be language in there that prohibits having a firearm in your possession while operating the CMV. And for trucking fleets, Brad, what are some things they need to keep in mind when crafting a gun policy? Oh, that's a million-dollar question. If you're a carrier and you're trying to adopt a uniform gun policy that's going to be company-wide, I guess the first thing I want to say is good luck. Keep in mind that uh, many carriers will have terminals in different states. So the gun policy that you draft is going to have to comply with the gun laws in each state in which you have a terminal. A carrier of of a large size you know, may have terminals in all 50 states. So you're going to be having to deal with each state's laws. Some will say you can prohibit, some will say you can't. At that point, it becomes incredibly difficult to draft a comprehensive firearm policy for your drivers. Uh, you know, I would almost say it's, it's impossible with the way that the laws are, are constantly changing in court decisions and everything else. So if it, for a carrier to do that, um, I would suggest they work with their, their general counsel, they research all the laws of the states in which they have a presence, and try to come up with something that, you know, it may be state-specific, but something that it's going to work within the confines of each state's law. Now, for truckers who carry guns in their truck, what do you recommend, Brad, that they do so they don't run afoul of the law simply by having a gun in their possession while they're driving? The first thing I've got to say as an officer of the court is I can't condone anybody breaking the law and carrying a firearm in their vehicle when it's prohibited by law. Uh, if you're going to do it, make sure you're in compliance with all of the laws and with all of the laws of the states in which you're going to travel. And if you do it, uh, just some good advice is, you know, make sure you have a concealed carry permit for whatever state you're in. 
uh, recognizing that that isn't a get-out-of-jail card by any stretch of the imagination. If you're transporting a firearm, keep it in a separate case. It needs to be unloaded with ammunition, possibly or preferably stored separate from the case. If you're pulled over by an officer, the first thing you need to do is let them know that you have a concealed carry permit. Again, it may not be relevant depending upon state you're in, if there's reciprocity, and that you have a unloaded firearm stored in a case and let them know where it is. Be upfront with the officers and be honest. I think we all get that over-the-road trucking's a challenge, and sometimes you're, fo- you're forced to park and spend an evening in a place that may not be the most uh, reputable. I certainly understand the desire to have a firearm for self-protection, but you also need to make sure you comply with the laws of the states. And to be honest, I think a lot of a lot of enforcement folks understand that as well. So that's why if you ever have an interaction with an enforcement officer, be upfront, be honest, and make sure you're doing everything correctly. Brad, is it just me or when it comes to the issue of truckers possessing firearms that it seems the legalities are not cut and dried by far and there are a lot more gray areas, much more so than really any other issue I can think of uh, legally regarding truck drivers? Yes, I think there's a lot of gray area in it because you're really looking at the the conflict between U.S. Constitution and state interpretation. There's no consistency or any real consistency between the states. And like I said, you've got about half the states that will have some type of parking lot law and half that, half that don't. Some prefer property rights over firearms. Some prefer firearms over property rights. Some are a hodgepodge of both. It is quite possibly the most difficult topic to really get your arms around in trucking, if not the most, one of the most, because you've got to deal with so many moving parts. All of the states, uh, what they're going to say, where you're going, if I go onto a military base, that's federal land, they're totally entitled to prohibit me from bringing a firearm you know, onto a military base, regardless of what the state says. Indian reservations, sovereign nations, same type of things. State land, you know, state office building can prohibit you from bringing the firearms in. It's there's just really a whole lot of moving parts in this area of law, and especially as it relates to, you know, CDL drivers. For the average Joe who lives in their state, kind of like me, you know, I've got my concealed carry in Oklahoma. I know what I can do within the state, but CDL drivers are different. They're they're interstate. They're everywhere. So they can't really look to just one state to determine what their rights are. They've got to they got to figure it out everywhere they go, and that's a that's a heck of a burden for the drivers to have to, to learn. That is Brad Kempler with Driver's Legal Plan. You can find him and his firm online at driverslegalplan.com. Brad, thanks very much. And that will do it for this episode of Eyes on the Road, sponsored by PrePass Safety Alliance. You can get more information about other trucking industry issues for both drivers and fleets by going to the PrePass website at prepass.com. Be sure to check out the blog where you can also hear previous episodes of this podcast or subscribe to it. Plus, there's the resource library where you'll find industry white papers and webinars. Don't forget to follow PrePass on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I'm Evan Lockridge. Thank you for listening, and keep your eyes on the road.